Today's episode of Horror Movie Talk is brought to you by Overly Complicated Oil. When regular motor oil just won't do, we pull out all the stops. Overly Complicated Oil comes with fully rhythmic pandextrosity to increase the life of your engine and gives the flip-ons the supplication they need. Volumetric exaggeration and methionyl 3 glucamine suppawoo allows your car to whimsical farm blast in the parastratosphere coma so that you get to where you need to go. Visit Overly Complicated Oil today at OCO Pansysix capital LPR asterisk asterisk tilde hyphen spelled out one today to get a free sample of flow pilfication today. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk, an opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie sh- review show. Your schlubby hosts each week are Bryce Hansen, the cool collected nihilist, and David Day, a neat guy who's always changing. New theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and Horrible. I'm David. And I'm Bryce. Hey guys, how's it going? At the top of the pod, we're going to talk about, we're going to plug our website, horrormovietalk.com. You should check us out on there, leave us some comments on the site, or check us out on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Insta, as the kids say. Um, We post uh, new episodes every Wednesday. Try to do it real early in the morning um, so that you can just, you know, get up. Download, get on your get on your way. Have us in the car on your way to work. Um, subscribe to us on you know whatever you use to listen to us with, and uh, and leave a review of the podcast so that you know it helps us out a little bit. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think Stitcher and iTunes you can leave reviews on. I think you can probably leave reviews on Spotify as well. So do it. Today we're going to be talking about the ritual, which is. Um, a, uh, a Netflix original horror movie, and it's a pretty darn good one at that. Um, so we'll start out by giving an overview of our review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10. You know how 1 to 10 works. 1 is very bad. <laughs> 10 is very, very good. It's a, a movie that transcends the genre of horror. And 5 is, you know, just acceptable. It, it hits all the right beats. Um, later we will be doing taglines and a, um, some of the bits we'll be doing our taglines and a new one called guess that clip, which, uh, I'm excited about. Anyway, it's new on this one. This episode is, um, is being recorded in advance. So it might, you, you might have heard some guess that clip already. I don't know. I don't, I can't guess. I can't live your life. What life? The listeners. Like. Oh, you can't. Okay. I thought you were talking to me. I, I can't live I, your experience. We I don't be, know what you've done. I became Maybe. alarmed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, Bryce is coming at me. Some strong shit. <laughs> so thanks again for listening and let's get into the show. Um, so we, we streamed the ritual separately. Bryce, Bryce watched it, um, in his house and I watched it in my respective house. I have, I watched it when it originally came out. Um, which I think was like February. No, I watched it a couple months afterwards, and uh, and I rewatched it for this review. Um, yeah, it came out in two thousand two thousand seventeen. I think no, is what it's dated. Oh, really? Yeah, on IMDb, it's dated two thousand seventeen. Oh, okay. I thought it came out in twenty eighteen. 
like at the start of the year? No, it was filmed. Uh, I'm not sure. This we, is how professional we are. Yeah, you can tell we've done our research on this. Anyways, it's a movie. It's on Netflix. We watched it. Yeah, and here is the trailer for it. Rob would have loved this place. He's a good man. The best of us. You know what they have? Walking trails in England. Pubs. Come on, man. Where's your soul? Oh, oh, it's twisted. It's twisted. All right. Yep. Oh, easy, easy. Look, we go southwest through here. We cut the journey in half. Or through the forest. Yeah, why not? We should have gone to Vegas. Oh, you'd have found something to fall over in Vegas too, mate. Now, is it me, or is it really quiet in here? been gutted could be hunters out here on bait possibly or it's the bit they don't show you in the nature documentary it's a warning we shouldn't be here where the hell are we huts we should pitch the tents this is ridiculous man luke you're getting soaked you hear that no i didn't hear anything come on was a nightmare film well, what happened to you then we got spooked and we had bad dreams all right i woke up last night look, look at this nothing has done that to you you've done it to yourself why do you have to deny everything because like i do not value your judgment we need to be working together man great trailer yeah, it was a good one um <laughs> the ritual uh as i said before can be found streaming on netflix it's a netflix original movie it starts off uh with some old college friends who are having a night out on the town in uh, their home uh england and uh as they leave the bar two of the five head into a liquor store while the others kind of wait outside hang out waiting for uh for their buddies to get some uh, some liquor to make some nightcaps with. And they find themselves in the midst of a robbery. The two that went into the liquor store are, like, caught up in a, in a robbery. Um, our protagonist, Luke, who's played by Rafe Spall, uh, hides, uh, cowardly-like, when uh, while his friend is beaten br- brutally and killed for not giving his wedding ring to the, to the robbers. So from there, we fast forward a year and the four remaining friends um, who are Luke, Phil, who's played by Archer Alley, Hutch, who's played by Robert James Collier, and uh, Dom, who's played by Sam Trufton, who is in, I think, AVP, uh, decide to go on uh, the hike that their dead pal would have wanted to go on with them, the King's Trail in Sweden. 
So as they head down the trail, Dom sprains his leg in a frighteningly realistic portrayal of <laughs> of the kind of dumb movement that it takes to sprain your leg or injure yourself. I love that scene in this movie because every time I've ever hurt myself, it looks just as fucking stupid as it <laughs> as it looks in this movie. It's like it's it's the equivalent movement of stubbing your toe. You just spaz out a little bit. Your, mm-hmm. your body, you lose some motor control. <laughs> Boo! Boo! This movie is worth a watch just to see him sprain his ankle in the most realist. Like, he deserves an award for this. <laughs> so, uh, at that point, the group begins to argue, argue and squabble until they decide to make, to make, to turn this into a horror movie. And, uh, they go off, <laughs> they decide to go off trail to, you know, make a shortcut to, to, to make up some time. And they, uh, they want to go cut through the forest, um, you know, <laughs> making it a horror movie. So once they enter the forest, things start break, to break down. It's a scary forest. It's got plenty of shots of overly dense trees. Uh, what did you think of all the footage of, of the forest? itself it's really effective it like is. yeah it is it is very creepy it's another one of those situations where you're looking at the abyss yeah. you're looking at the void and, and the it's void just looks back a kind bunch of, of foliage foliage <laughs> that's what i said <laughs> foliage yeah it's i i think this movie does a great job with its with the setting yeah like it takes everything that's scary about the woods which admittedly is can be a lot, especially right. if you're not used to the woods, and uh, and it takes. There are sp- so I've spent a decent amount of time in the woods. I used to work in the woods as my job, and uh, and there are just parts in the wood places in the woods where that don't that just don't feel right. It no matter how used to the woods you are, you just don't feel right. In that spot. And this movie is, they found all those spots. They found every spot that doesn't, does not feel right. And they filmed there. So kudos to the crew. Yeah. There's a lot of shots of just thin trunks that it looks like a 3D eye picture. Yeah. Where you just can't see anything very far away just because there's so many trees. Just yeah. a weird. It's one of those things you can't quite put your finger on. Why does why does this feel sinister? These trees, but they do. It's yeah. The the shot is meant to convey a sense of of impending, of of something looking at you. Yeah, it, you're meant to find whatever is mm-hmm. in this shot, and it's hard to until it moves. Or even the, the like aerial stuff that just shows the the canopy. Yeah, you're like, Ooh. why why does that why does that creep me out? Why do I feel gross? Yeah. You can tell he's bad because he's got shifty shifty eyes. eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So throughout, um, yeah, and and there's a lot in those shots. There's a lot of like a finger will move. Like in this vast, you know, so like, yeah, it's like a 3D puzzle where your your eye just isn't sure where to go. And then you'll see a small movement and it'll be like, you. Like you kind of recoil from it because you, the shot will have been sitting on that spot for so long. Pretty effective stuff. Um, so throughout the ritual, Luke is plagued by vivid waking dreams where he's forced to relive the fearful night where his friend was killed and he stood by doing nothing. And this uh, is kind of the central focus of the movie. 
Um, yeah. For me, this is on the low to medium seven range. Yeah, I gave it. I gave it a seven two, but I'm definitely saying it's 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 a dead on seven, if not a little better. Yeah, I, I'd say it's a dead on seven. I'd say it's a medium seven. Um, I think for me, the reason why it works so well, and I think with with horror movies that I really like, they have a decent subplot or a decent theme that's running along, you know, underneath the main plot, which is you're in danger yeah. of dying. Yeah. And this one, the the scene with his friend and watching his friend die and just that that whole dealing with cowardice and the repercussions of it is very interesting. And that could be its own movie. Like you said, it turns into a horror movie eventually yeah. when they decide to go in the woods. But before then, it's like a human interest story. It's a drama. Yeah. And they could have done a whole movie about that. Yeah, they could have. So as long, I think for me, like anything above average for a horror movie has to be able to not be a horror movie and still work. Yeah. I, that's... Mm, I mean, it's not a hard line, but yeah. for my preference yeah. is... It should have other stuff going on other than we're just... The good ones do that. Right. It either has to have good character development, at the very least, or it has to have a subplot. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, It's it's definitely a a more than serviceable horror movie, and uh, it has a a lot going for it in regard to, like, production and acting, Uh, like... And it came out of nowhere for me. Like it just showed up on my on my Netflix feed all of a sudden. And it's this like high budget, well produced, well shot. Like, it, like damn. Like I'm so excited for whatever Facebook is gonna is gonna keep producing. And I hope this this kind of golden age of Netflix. Did I say Facebook? I hope yeah. I didn't say Facebook. I think you did. Oof. Netflix. Ugh. I hope I hope Netflix keeps on in, in in the manner that they're they're currently in, where they're just just producing like gold. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, um, the four friends are kind of are the thing that bothers me a little bit about this movie is the four friends argue so much that it kind of prevents any uh, any like real introspection or like delving any further into like that that storyline that interests you. Like, they just argue instead mm-hmm. of, like, kind of going into it. And they kind of argue about it, but it's just a lot of yelling. But uh, but other than that, yeah, I'd say it's a, a, a medium seven, a solid seven for uh, for the ritual. What did you think of uh, the initial killing of Luke's friend? Uh, it was great. Yeah. I mean, it was great to set up dread. Yeah. Of just helplessness and... Just foreshadowing, what's he going to do in the situation when something real happens again? Because you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Where he's going to have to protect his friends or protect himself or something. It sets it up really well to be be a, like, this is an internal struggle. Yeah. And I can't say there was any definite payoff for that setup. Oh, yeah, there was. The end was a, was a very, like, oh, oh, man. Well... We can get into it, yeah, yeah. In, in the spoiler in the section, spoilers. yeah, yeah. So, speaking um, of which, should we transition? Uh, yeah, sure. 
Spoilers. So, <laughs> so this isn't a spoiler, but let let me just say one of the things that bothered me about this movie it knocked it down a quarter of a peg, a quarter of a point was their disrespect of booze. <laughs> so so before the injury happens they're starting out on the king's trail and they get up to this little you know they make a rock statue in in memory of their dead friend and then they pass around a a, a bottle of booze you know not a bottle a, um, a, a little canteen of uh of liquor and you know they all take a hit off of it and then they pour one out for their homeboy but they 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 pour so much of it out like oh it just upset me so much it was like uh it was like from the three amigos when he pours out his water canteen yes it's like yeah it was so much liquor that they poured out that i began to be like because like i said i work in the woods i used to work in the woods for a long time and one of the things i struggled with all the time was trying to get the most bang for my buck out of the booze that I'd bring into the woods because you got to carry everything on your back, right? So, and water, liquid is heavy. So, so any booze you bring in, you got to be you, like, you can't be wasting it. And they're just pouring liquor out. Like, I'd bring 150, I'd bring in some heavy duty liquor, some like Bacardi 151, and I'd just like mix it with a little bit of water and just do it straight, just so that I could get the most bang out of my buck and not have to like, trudge in beer or something mm-hmm. like that and their disrespect towards alcohol really that that's the scariest part of this movie first of all <laughs> um so yeah what at what point did this movie get really spooky to you um yeah i mean the the cabin is yeah. is where it really turns yeah, they they walk up on a cat. So they're walking. They, they decide to go off trail. They head on through the forest, and then they kind of stumble upon like a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Just not even. There doesn't even look like there's a trail. Yeah. Well, they stumble upon a carcass of like an animal or oh, something yeah. first. Yes, they stumbled on a bear that was like pushed up onto some tree. Yeah, leg. it was definitely something. Some human displayed that and so it's creepy but it doesn't really you know stuff doesn't get uh, on the fast track until they get to the cabin yeah it was off-putting yeah but it wasn't it wasn't scary yeah they get into the cabin and it's clearly been abandoned and they get up into the attic and there's like there's like a totemic like like false idol thing (laughs) yeah that's been created with like antlers and and uh, like it looked like human hands or something like that for feet. It yeah, it was, was made out of straw or something. Yeah, like it that, was mostly sticks. made of straw and sticks. And I mean, you know, imagine just being lost in the woods, walking into a cabin, and then and then it essentially being a cabin in the woods kind of cabin where mm-hmm. it's like devious shit went on here. Right. And, I mean, it's you walk in, and you're like, okay, a ritual game <laughs> went down in here. The name of the movie and. You'd think you'd be like, huh, well, let's get out of here. Yeah, but it's raining. I don't give one shit. (laughs) We have tents. We have tents. I need to get out of here. But they stay in the cabin, and uh, and then um, 
it skips. Like they go to sleep and and then you wake up to to mayhem. Like they all the next scene after they fall asleep is it's morning and like one of them had wet their had, had wet their pants and mm-hmm. had wandered outside. Another one was was like mumbling in the corner. Another one was like was like what he was like splayed out in front of the 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 totem. Yeah, one of them was naked and like w- worshiping, bowing before yeah. the totem. The protagonist is outside and he's got like oh he's got a scar on him on his yeah chest. he's got he's been like pierced been marked in yeah. A pattern. Yeah. It looked like five. Lo- the pattern looked like it looked like as if I were to take my hand and just point all of my fingers at your chest and then push them into your chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, so that's the point where they start to panic and they're like, we, we, we got to get out of here. Oh, my God. Like, what? Like, what was this? Like, they're all fittingly disturbed and upset. So they they, you know, they make to get out of there. And uh, and as they kind of like venture further into the woods, they find a path mm-hmm. and they just kind of follow it because a path must lead somewhere good. Right. Yeah. No, not not in this situation. Yeah. I mean, the, the argument was, let's just go back. Let's get on the trail. It'll take a little longer. This isn't worth it, which is the right decision. That would have been the right move. And then the guy said, look, a trail that'll lead to civilization. Yeah. No. This is this trail leads nowhere good, and uh, and as they keep kind of venturing further and further into the woods, they they kind of they there are more and more disturbing hints. Like you know they'll they'll walk, did they walk up on a, impaled people like pretty pretty quickly? Yeah, I can't remember if they walked up in on an impaled person that wasn't them. So there was the impaled bear. Mm-hmm. It. There's a theme in this movie of things being pushed onto tree limbs mm-hmm. and of living things being pushed onto tree limbs. So I'm getting a little twisted. In, yeah, I can't remember if, if it was the the first one, the human is one of their friends or not. Regardless, they get picked off one by one and each of them shows up hung on a tree. Yeah. Well, and th- two of them get picked off. Um. Because there's four enter the woods, mm-hmm. and then and then um, two of them. T- so Dom and Luke are the only ones left at the end of the movie, and they make it into a village, right? So there's this village in the middle of these woods where Dom and Luke end up after their two friends have been impaled upon trees by something, and it's it's clearly a large thing. It's clearly a beast of some some variety. Mm-hmm. And um, and so they end up in this village. They're prisoners. They're like chained to a wall, and this this old like this this old like they're they're like European hillbillies. That's what this village was like anemic hillbillies. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they had there there was they were completely pale. They were, they, it was like they were too old. It was like they were old. I was, I was saying, and this will come back later. I realized there's a, it's a pretty close analog to deliverance. Yeah. They're out in the wilderness. 
one of them has a very lame injury that shows you this is actually pretty serious. Yeah. Like, um, what happened in Deliverance? Did he get he get Burt Reynolds pale? He got like an arrow or sat on an arrow or something in his leg. It was some sort of puncture thing. Yeah, and he was. Yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah, that was because it shows you even the toughest guy if he gets impaled or if he gets like a minor injury out in the woods. It's serious. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you don't joke around out in the woods, because sepsis could set in and you you could die. And by the end of the movie, Burt Reynolds is helpless. Yeah. You know, he's he's basically dead. And that's and Burt he, Reynolds. And that's Burt Reynolds. If he can't make it out, there's no one on Earth who can. <laughs> and so he's, I mean, he would be the one person that would be the most helpful in those, in the situations in which they got put in. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so yeah, in this movie... Someone gets, you know, rolled ankle or whatever, and not a big deal if you're... If you stay on the trail. ...in civilization, but in the woods, in the scraggly woods... Yeah, big deal. bad news. Yeah, especially if this, like... You get attacked by hillbillies, and then what are you going to do? Yeah, then what? Anyway, so they end up in this village, and as it turns out, the the people in this village are like... This is like a Boy Scout camp kind of for people who are made to worship this this like old Norse god who I think is named Yutan. And uh and it's like a big moose looking monster with a with a roasted turkey for a head. <laughs> That's it just looked like a big moose with a turkey head. Well it kinda has like a human face, doesn't it? Not a turkey head, like a roasted turkey. Yeah, like if you splayed open the crotch of a roasted turkey and there was a human face inside of it yeah the head is like this big roast turkey and then down below that where the mouth would be there's like a human inside the mouth there's Mm. like kind of eyes in there and uh and so the moose monster makes makes all these people in this village like gives them abnormally long life and with the intent of like he needs people to worship him and the, like so the the thing this is, so it's like a, a a boy scout camp for people with like tremendous emotional pain he picks people who who are particularly damaged emotionally he marks them with this mark that luke gets put on his chest and then every anyone who doesn't have that mark they don't live in that village they just get sacrificed to the moose monster mm-hmm. to utan and uh and in return, in return for for life, they have to worship him. Mm-hmm. And I, and as far as I can tell, this is this is a way to say you know you, people worship their fear, right? If you if you have a fear, it is it controls you. Mm. That's kind of that's kind of the the parallel that that I drew for this movie was, you know. And then at the end of the movie, Luke breaks the cycle. He faces his fears. He stands up to the moose monster. And, and he get he, and he literally walks out of the woods, the woods made mm-hmm. of, of fear. That was kind of yeah. what I took away from it. Yeah. Um, when I say that the setup didn't really pay off, I expected that he'd be put in a situation in which he could save his friend and that his actions are shown are different or something that he comes at. That's, that's what like the hero's journey path yeah. would be. It'd be. You know, he's changed now, and this is what he did. And 
it doesn't do that. Everyone, all of his friends are helpless and yeah. and die, and there's nothing he can do about it. Um, and then he he makes it out. I mean, the probably the best <laughs> the best uh, shot is he gets surprised by one of the old woman, the old hag, yeah, on the stairwell, and he just cold cocks her, yeah, right in the face. <laughs> Witch punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he yeah, he just he just straight up clocks her. It's a funny it's a funny part. Yeah, there's some good stuff in this movie. How did he how did he actually get away from Moose Monster? I can't remember. Did I he think, shoot it? I think he walked out of the woods. Like he left oh, his yeah, he, he left get the there. domain. Yeah, that's right. You know? He like crossed the boundary. He, he slowed stopped, it, he slowed it down somehow. He stopped too, being you know, he had a hatchet and he he hatched it. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, but I think, I think he stopped being afraid of it. Yeah. Was kind of. Yeah. That was one of the things that it showed is, is that when you look into its eyes that are kind of like lights in yeah. the darkness, you get shown. You relive your horrible emotional pain. Or was it, you relive it or did, did it turn out good? Cause his friend died and he got reunited with his family or something like that. Yeah, the the monster was able to manipulate like what you saw, right? Yeah. And and make it be what you wanted, and then twist it and twist the knife, mm-hmm. you know, like t- take what you wanted to see and make it horrible, mm-hmm. make it be your worst fear. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so yeah, I got away from the moose monster. Yeah. The end. The end. But this movie did make me think. So, um, my question for the audience. Uh, is I would love to hear some spooky stories from your real life experiences camping, uh, because I have one. And Bryce, do you have do you have a story about the about camping in the woods? Spooky story? Um, not really. I remember in uh, uh, outdoor school. Uh huh. It's when uh, they take like the middle schoolers out to a Boy Scout camp or something like yeah. that. And they experience camping. And, uh, I mean, I was in the Boy Scouts, so it wasn't even a thing. But I remember one kid, like, freaked out because he thought he saw, like, red eyes in the window or something. He was freaked out and thought it was haunted or something like that. And it was caused a big hubbub hubbub among the middle school kids. But I don't think I've ever been particularly scared in the woods, or if I did, I can't remember. It was mostly because I was young and probably homesick or something. I've spent, like I said, I've spent a lot of time outdoors, a lot, and uh, and and you know, living and sleeping outdoors. And I that with that much time, I don't have, I don't have a lot of stories of being very scared out there. I do have one of a strange occurrence, which was um, so when I was working for the Forest Service, um, doing like trail maintenance. We were, and you know, we're out in the back country uh, of Mount St. Helens, and uh, and we were camp. It must have been like three at night, and there's only four of us out there, and uh, on the on the trail crew. And one night at three a.m., there was this sound. It was this profoundly human sound. It, it, it was it was clearly something with lips. And, you know, it may, it sounded, as far as I can recall, it was like, woo! Like, it sounded like, woo! 
and uh and you know any anything where you hear like it takes it does take lips and intent to sound like woo <laughs> you know and so and all four of us woke up it was very loud and it was very nearby and uh and it and it was like two yells and they were loud and uh we all woke up and i said what the fuck was that and everybody goes not me not me like and and i knew it wasn't anybody in our in our party because it came from a direction where no one was and everyone was in their tents and so i took my little spotlight you know which is just a headlamp but they make those headlamps so damn powerful that but at that point we were it was ba- we it was socked in with fog we were basically in the clouds and i couldn't see anything the best that i can do as far as explaining it is a cougar or a fox mm-hmm. because cougars have some very human sounds that they make lots of yeah. lots of people recount cougars as sounding like babies crying or right. women screaming right and foxes have some some very strange sounds that they make as well that are pretty pretty whacked out yeah so it could be either of those i definitely do not believe it was a bigfoot because i just don't <laughs> believe in bigfoot we're in bigfoot country by yeah, the way like for the, if you're internationally this would be considered bigfoot country yeah and specifically mount st helens is like Bigfoot, the heartland of Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, you can see Mount St. Helens from my house. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't believe it was Bigfoot because I don't believe in Bigfoot. But anyway, all this to say, please, if you have a spooky story about being in the woods, share it with us. I'm super interested to hear it. Maybe I thought we'll... you were going to share the badger story. The badger story? What's the badger story? <laughs> he said there was one time. You're working on a crew and you guys heard something. The guy sat on a log and the badger, they realized that the sound was coming from inside the log and it was a badger like that was very angry. Yeah, that must have been on fire because badgers aren't around here. But yeah, I remember somebody. (laughs) Yeah, badgers are mean too. Like they're tiny, but you you do not want to get in the way of a badger. Mm. So, yeah, and they make these little these little dens and if you hmm. get near it, they're they're like rabid dogs. They come at you. Um so final recommendations for the ritual. Um who do you think who do you think would like this movie? Um Yeah, I mean, I I think this is definitely a higher quality horror movie. If you like horror movies that have a little bit more thought put into them, that are a little more multi-layered and psychological yeah. than a slasher or a monster movie, this is good for you. Yeah, this this is a weird one because it has a monster in it that's prominently featured, and that's normally not my gig. And to be honest, it works against this movie a little bit for me. I don't like seeing a monster, especially a dumb moose monster. <laughs> but uh, that being said, it's still a good movie, and it is high budget. Yeah. So, yeah. If if you want a solid one, I think time will be kind to this. Yeah. I don't think it. I don't think this will be like this will make any like long term 
like a huge dent long term or anything like that. But yeah. it, it's a it's a pretty good movie. This will so. definitely be on those Reddit lists of, hey, what are some movies on Netflix that are really good that you've never heard of? Right. The Ritual will be one of them. Yeah, and it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to do taglines. Do you want to do a commercial? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. Just start out with taglines brought to you by. Today's taglines brought to you by KetoCraze.com. Ever wanted to eat your weight in bacon every single day? Tired of taking boring old regular shits? KetoCraze.com can get you on your way to a fitter life while providing you with the sense of out-of-control madness that you so deeply crave. Visit KetoCraze.com to see just how far you can push your body in the name of health today. Here's Tagline. <laughs> she just record that. Just make it part of it. I love it. All right. I got some pretty good ones for this. I'm feeling I'm feeling solid about taglines for the ritual. How many you got? I have Four. Okay, I got four, too. All right, I'll go first. The zipper on this tent sounds like the scream of 100,000 souls. You know how the zipper on your tent at night? I don't know if you... I don't, I don't know if you know this. But the zipper on my tent is like a billion decibels in the silence of, of the woods. It's like... Zip. Yeah. Especially when you have... Your wife or something in the tent that you don't want to oh, wake yeah, up. Yeah, you're trying so or hard. Or worse, if you have kids. Oh, good luck. Let me just go one at a time. Let me spend the next half hour unzipping this one little bit at a time. Yeah. Okay. Some of my some of my taglines are going to be clips. Oh, okay. The ritual. Oh fuck! Not the woods. Nothing good ever happens in the woods. Little Norm Macdonald there. <laughs> uh, so sleeping on the ground is the most comfortable part of this camping trip. The ritual. Beware of Swedish hillbillies. <laughs> the ritual. This moose will munch your moss till you're dead. <laughs> that almost sounds sexual. Yeah. yeah, that was the intent. Oh, okay. Come I'm on, good. get with it. All right. The ritual. It's time to go, I hate to leave, I have to though Into the woods it's time and so I must begin my journey Yay! Yay! Little Sondheim for you. So here we go From the producer of The Happening And the director of The Chef And the writer of The Theing Comes The Ritual I'm... I've noticed a disturbing trend, and I'm sure you have too. 
the the amount of shittily titled movies is just huge, especially horror movies now. It's the invitation, the this, the, the that. The ritual. The Meg. The boy. <laughs> yeah. The mirror. Like that's an that's a real fucking movie. The others. Is it the witch or is it just witch? It's the witch. Yeah, the witch. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, they're either they're the either, conjuring. They're either two words with the, and with the being one of the words, or it's just one word, mm-hmm. which is dumb. Yeah, the descent, the ritual, the descent, the strangers. Mm-hmm. Like, come on! It'd be more interesting if it was one word. Just say strangers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, strangers are scary. The crazies. All right, my last one. Um... The ritual. Don't get caught in his deadlights. Deadlights. Yeah. yeah. It. I like it. I like it. So now we're going to be doing a new segment. Uh, well, new. So in the new in the, game, a new game in the uh, yeah. But you, like I said, you may have already heard this one because the we are pre-recording this episode of the ritual. So, and it's called Guess That Clip. Now, let me explain a little bit about this. This is a segment where um, we play sound clips. I've prepared five sound clips for Bryce to listen to. They are from five different horror movies. Five, obviously, five different specific scenes from five different horror movies. Bryce gets one point. There's two points available per clip. One, if he names the movie that it's from. Two, if he names the actual situation that, uh, you know, that that the clip is from. So, a total of ten points are available in Guess That Clip. You can play along at home, folks. Play along. Let us know what you scored. That was a Japanese movie. No, that was it was The Shining. Oh, That's the God. scene where the twins are in front of the elevator. Yeah, yep. asking him to play. You get two. Points. He's on his big wheel. Yeah, you get two points, man. Yeah, this is. I think this is going to be a fun segment because you have. I have as you know it, the person choosing the clips has to choose something memorable. It's it's a fine line. You gotta you gotta right. walk. Yeah. Anyway. Clip number two. Dallas. So that's aliens. Is it aliens or alien? You already guessed aliens, and you're wrong. Damn, it's alien. Um, I mean, they're tracking the alien. 
and it's going towards a room with other people or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, you don't get any points for this. He's in. He's in. This is the. This is the one where he's. Dallas is running through the ventilation system, and they're watching his dot and the aliens dot, and the Uh, aliens dot is coming towards him. uh, Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Clip number I don't remember it very well, but I think that's the descent. Oh, I, I, that's anybody who's seen this movie will will I think they'll remember this because that is a very distinct sound from this. Actually, I guess this is a franchise now. This is a Grudge. Oh, Grudge. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was thinking that it was the descent. I thought, don't the monsters in Descent make a sound for echolocation? Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Okay, but the, in. In this, this is like the the um, the grudge is like the first. Well, no, I guess I guess the ring was the first J horror like yeah. remake. Yeah, but the grudge was like right there behind it, and it worked really. In my opinion, the grudge worked. Did you see the grudge? I didn't see the grudge. Oh man, we got to watch it. It's okay. it's a lot of fun because it's doesn't it have like Sarah Michelle Gellar yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could see it for her. Yeah. Let's okay. Clip number four. Why are you doing this to us? Because you're home. Oh, this is the one that I want to see, and I can never remember the title of it, so I can never try to find it. It's like. Is that the Strangers? Oh, you got it! Yeah, that's the Strangers. Wow, good and job. It, I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming it's towards the end. And they, I mean, ask it's right in the clip. They ask them why they're doing I'll get, it. I there give, is no reason. I'll give full points for that. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's a scene where they basically, where the Strangers, the two girls and the dude, are lined up in front of, boy, I guess that's Steven Tyler's daughter. What's her name? Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Yeah, and her husband and Liv Tyler's like, why are you doing this to us? And they, and they like, give the scariest answer you can give. Just cause, no like, reason. No reason. We just like to fuck with people. Kill them. <laughs> so that's, that's a remake, right? There's like a... No, I think you may be thinking of Last House on the Left. I thought there was one... I'm not... Where it was... Just... I think Strangers might be a remake. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. If you know, send us a tweet. <laughs> if you're better than us at this. Mm-hmm. All right. And clip number five. That was a long time ago, boys. Things were different then. Tomatoes were legal. You could find them everywhere. There he goes again. Sometimes I sure miss pizza with tomato sauce. All right. One medium coconut with anchovies and strawberry jam. Right here. On you. Uh... I mean, the only movie, and this is another one that I haven't seen, it must be Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. You're very close. Two. It, yeah, it's Return. Ah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give it to you just because this is a deep cut. This is a deep cut. That, you know that's, you know who um, 
who's in that that exact clip is um or the 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 guy who's like all right i got a pizza coconut pizza with no tomatoes on it because tomatoes are illegal now that is george clooney huh i think in his first role oh wow in return or attack or i forget the second attack of the killer tomatoes movie which is a hilarious movie they're both pretty funny yeah good yeah Yeah, i'll take one point for that one so i got five five out of ten five out of ten pretty good let us know how you did on Guess That Clip. Bonk. All right, guys. So it's that time of the show. Thank you to anybody who's consistently talking to us, giving us feedback. Um, it, it, uh, it helps us out. It makes us feel like we're doing something uh, that you guys enjoy. Not only that we enjoy, but that you enjoy. So uh, share us with a, share this uh, podcast with a friend. Send them to horrormovietalk.com. Um, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or our website or whatever. And, uh, you know, give us any feedback you'd like. So with that, that's Horror Movie Talk. Bye-bye. Bye.